welcome back to another episode of Who's Ghost Stories. As always, I'm Andrew Hoosar from Hoosar Reiki and Readings, and I've got research expert Sean and paranormal enthusiast Professor Alex Wheaton with me. Uh, just like in previous videos, just want to say thank you for watching, and if you're listening, you can check out the video version on YouTube with all of our pictures and videos, and if you're watching and you want to send us a little message or you want to be part of the show, download the Anchor app, find us on there, and send in some voice messages. But let's get into today's episode where we're continuing our trek throughout the tri-state area. And we are talking about the DeWittville Cemetery, also known as the Poorhouse Cemetery out in DeWittville. Uh, we've already visited the old almshouse burial out here in Fairview, PA. So I am excited to check out another um, Poorhouse burial and see what we feel and pick up out there. But Sean, why don't you tell us what we found out? Of course, originally located at 5620 Meadows Road, into Whitville, New York, stood the Chautauqua County Poor Farm. In 1831, the Chautauqua County Board of Supervisors purchased 90 acres of land, and a year later, George Hall was contracted to build a brick county house to accommodate at least 100 paupers. The farm was a refuge for the county's poor, lame, insane, blind, sick, abandoned and abused. In 1850 and 1857, additional housing was constructed for the insane, with a new three-story building being built in 1867. The DeWittville Cemetery was established on the grounds in 1833. From 1833 to 1864, approximately 600 people were buried in unmarked graves in the cemetery. After 1864, a memorial was created respecting those that had passed and markers were used for the newly deceased until 1918. The county home was sold in 1961 when the home was relocated to a new facility and the land excluding the cemetery was sold. This area is home to restless spirits that have appeared in the barn, the cemetery, and the surrounding woods. As we saw in the Erie Alms House, uh, many of these people that were laid to rest were buried in unmarked graves and were left nameless. There's a strange presence here with cold spots as well as the sighting of orbs and apparitions. The DeWittville Cemetery was the final resting place of those forgotten by the majority of society, cast away and relocated to a farm to live out their days. Please be respectful of this area when visiting and paying your respects to the forgotten. Many times these spirits just want to make themselves known and remembered, even if it is in the afterlife. Good job with your research here. Um, yeah. First thing I want to note, this is our second poorhouse burial. It's kind this, of our signature at this point. Yeah. This one, I feel like it's still not a good story. I feel like it has a much happier beginning than yeah. the old Alms house it's, here. I definitely, yeah, going from what, what uh, history and research Sean has done, I would definitely say that this sounds like it was at least better cared for Yeah, maybe that's the word. Than, than the Erie Alms house that we uh, went to. Uh, I, I don't want to jump to ex, uh, our expectations yet, but I definitely, this sounds a lot better <laughs> than the Erie Alms house, and that set a really low bar. 
Yeah, the this one, I feel like they realized their mistake when they were just kind of dumping bodies and tried to make up for it. Because that's like, a fairly quick turnaround. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, it, it wasn't forgotten land that was then being developed and then bodies were uncovered. And then they just moved those bodies <laughs> wherever they wanted. I will say with this land, um, I do feel like it did get that respect but these were still, you know, the downtrodden mm -hmm. society. Um, oh, yeah, especially when you said in here um, that the townspeople in the town itself just shipped these people to this farm. Yep. They were like, okay, we can't have you on the streets, we can't have you among our homes. Yeah. So when I was originally doing my research, prior to them um, doing this poor farm, what they did in the Chautauqua area is people would sponsor these people that were homeless or downtrodden. Mm -hmm. So these people would live with them in their homes, and the number of these got too high for the area, so that's why they decided to do the farm to send them to. But, I mean, this farm, these people were sometimes, like we said, insane. They even sent people there just because they were blind. I mean... Yeah, I would say seeing uh, blind and lame, like, that's... They, there were children here. There were children that were unclaimed. There were children that were born here. Um, I think at one point I saw, and it was the plan was originally to only house a hundred people. At one point, I believe I saw that there were up to a couple thousand people there. Jeez. And when they were doing the, um, the censuses, at one point there is approximately about a hundred children there a year. God damn. Some, you know, displaced from families. Some with their families. But that is insane. And, like, just reading through it again, like, and then at one point, probably because their numbers were going so much, they built housing specifically for the insane. So they, they built an insane asylum on the, yes. on the property. And which I can say is respectful. I mean... At some point, as you can't. As you can't, yeah. You, you can't keep them with general population because there's safety concerns, especially if there's children there. But, I mean, then they even built a building that was three stories. Like, at one point, it seemed like it was almost more insane asylum than it was poorhouse. It's, it's definitely proof, though, that, you know, unlike the yeah. Erie Alms House, this one... This was handled a lot This <laughs> was handled professionally at the level of, okay, this... And even in that later part, you know, the that the land except for the cemetery yep. was sold off that's that's a sign of respect that exactly we didn't see with the Erie Holmes house like yeah. that was very much we didn't find out till we started developing and that's the problem here Oops. at least it's like this is the cemetery this is ground that cannot be developed you can have the rest of the property so i mean it was literally the poltergeist they they only <laughs> moved the headstones <laughs> <laughs> huh. so with this here, I know I saw pictures online that, like, like the little memorial was built that you said. Is the farm or the farmhouse still erect, or...? I heard that the farmhouse is gone. Okay. Um, That's what but, I was... But I thought I saw a picture of it at one point, because I think part of it actually um, burned down at one point. Don't quote me on that, but I, I believe that's what happened. Um and I think they even said that they relocated the building, so I don't know if they just uprooted it. Um, but, yeah. 
I don't think the farmhouse is still there. I didn't think so, because I saw pictures of the memorial, but I didn't see anything else. But I can understand why these spirits would be restless. It sounds like their afterlife has been more pleasant than the almshouse here, but their life wasn't any better, really. Right. They, they at least had a place, but I mean... So did some it's, of the people. It's sad when the best part of your life is your afterlife. So. Yeah. And, like you said, for, like, they were in unmarked graves, and then eventually they changed it until 1918. Was that, like, I, when they stopped burying people out I there? I believe so. That was the last time that there were people buried so, like, there. That, and that's what I was saying earlier, is at least they actually very quickly turned around and started marking the graves, and it wasn't just, you know... You know, a mass, mass unknown. Grave, it was. Yeah. They at least tried to make amends fairly quickly. So that's that's the positive. If you don't mind, I would like to uh, start with my expectations and anticipations for this. Go for um, it. Just based off of our experience at the Erie Alms House, which was a very emotionally heavy. We knew that going in, just talking about it, but experiencing it was something else completely. Um, I'm really, I don't want to say I'm looking forward to, but I'm looking forward to going here. I would like to uh, get a real, like, energy difference feeling um, if, you know, an almshouse that on paper was better than the other, how that will compare. Um, I definitely anticipate that our footage is going to have a lot of orbs, um, just because we had so much with the Erie Alms House and um, I'll be interested to see if we have any uh, moments like we had at the Erie Holmes house. The pine cone. The pine cone. Um, and I also to just kind of note, um, I know we're not quite as nature as the other, um, but this did mention a woods nearby, and I wonder, uh, as we've noticed in the past, a couple times we've noticed some tree things, so I wonder yeah. what the trees are going to look like in this area. I was going to say, my, mine's pretty similar. Um, I, I, I kind of like that almshouses are becoming our signature. Because <laughs> um, every place that we visit, I hope that we at least leave some of our positive energy there. Um, give people at least... If we're not helping them in some way, giving them our energy, um, we're at least letting their story be known. Because honestly, you've always, or throughout life, you always hear, oh, I'm in the poorhouse. Then you realize that a poorhouse is actually a thing. And um, then you realize how many are in your hometown. Um, but I, I'm expecting orbs. I'm, hopefully, <laughs> we're not going to feel such a um, suffocating feeling here. It was like a wet blanket at the... Yeah, it was, it was heavy. Um and I'm not sure if you guys heard it much in that video, but it was also unsettling because we kept hearing gunshots the entire time we were there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I really don't want to be hearing gunshots. Um, no. But, yeah, I would say hopefully our, our usual orbs, and I'm hoping it's a better feeling than the almshouse. Yeah. To echo, I'm definitely expecting orbs. Orbs galore. That's one of the things that's been mentioned in any readings I've done about the place is how many orbs they see. So, I mean, unlike the almshouse here, it seems like a lot more people have visited this one. Mm -hmm. um, so I am expecting 
orbs to appear. Um, one thing it mentioned was that the woods nearby, they'll have unexplained noises. Um, I mean, with woods, of course, there's always animals, but, like, it would be interesting if we got any orbs near the woods or any apparitions or even if we did get any noises near the woods. That would be really cool, um, especially if, like, the woods were a major part of the whole farm in the area. They would go out and explore the woods. Um, but, yeah, I'm expecting orbs. Like they said, I think there's going to be overall a better energy. I don't know if it'll be a good energy or a positive energy, but it'll definitely be better than where we're at, because at least they had some love and respect in their lives, even if it wasn't a whole lot. Even just that little bit is enough to make a difference. So I think we're going to have a good trip up there. Uh, we'll see how many more poor houses we can throw on our dockets. Right. <laughs> um, Maybe I mean, if you guys know of any poor houses, let us know. We'll, we'll look into them. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. Let's get out there and see what we find. Yeah. Thanks for coming back to check out another episode of Who's Ghost Stories. In this episode, we, of course, are checking out the poor house cemetery at the DeWittville Cemetery. Now, I definitely recommend that if you're listening to this, to head over to the Who's Our Reiki Readings YouTube channel and check out the video because we do have some really cool footage and pictures from the cemetery. Plus, the cemetery is just a really interesting one to look at with all the old graves, including a Revolutionary War soldier. And we did, of course, get some orbs and activity. But if you are interested in checking that out, definitely head over to YouTube. If not... Go ahead and continue to listen here. Feel free to send us a voice message if you are on the Anchor app. And let's get to the conclusions. Okay, now, now it seems up to speed. I was like, it's all glitchy. I don't know what it's actually doing. Alright, so we just finished our walk around and through the DeWittville Cemetery. Um, first notes, airplane mode is turned, turned on. on. Let me get that out of the way. Uh, first notes are um, definitely a more peaceful energy than the... Alms House in Fairview. Um, and a, uh, a split. Uh, we found that there is the old cemetery and there is a new cemetery here now. Kind of. It's kind of blended. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sean and I were walking from the newer side over here to the older side, or what we thought was... There was definitely, like, an energy change. Yeah, it was more somber on the other end. Yeah, it wasn't, like, dark or negative, but it definitely felt more somber. Um, there was a grave being eaten by a tree, as you saw, and um, there was not happy energy around it. It wasn't as negative as the Erie Cemetery's one, but it definitely was not a happy camper being eaten by the tree. Um, no. What did you think, Alex? I think it was a woman's grave. And I think she appreciated me brushing it off a little bit. Yeah, it looked like it was part of the uh, Mac family is what we saw was in that entire row. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. And it looked like it was a big one. Uh, but yeah, Alex, what do you think back there? Uh, it definitely got to echo the somber feeling. Um, yeah, as we were walking, something that we've noticed more and more is trees. And there's not a whole lot of tree cover here, so it was not really a lot to talk about with that um but if this is something that some place that you want to come visit um it is a very open cemetery so you know be respectful of 
people's plots and where they're buried, there's a lot of overlap. There's not really paths like you see in a larger cemetery. So this is very much a natural place, and so you need to be cautious and aware of your surroundings as you're going through. Um, but yeah, definitely a somber feeling, but not a not a negative feeling. Mm-hmm. Piggybacking off of that, uh, a lot of these headstones are older, so there are plenty of ones that are embedded into the ground that have been knocked over, so just be careful you're not stepping on anyone's headstone or anything like that. There was one uh, that you saw. Um, looks like it had been in the ground for so long that there was only like this much viewable of it. Yeah. So definitely keep and your a couple inches in the ground. So yeah. So definitely keep your eyes out. If you do step on one, say you're sorry. Yeah. You didn't mean to. But yeah. I, I did like it here. Interestingly, some of them are like placed backwards, so it is a little bit helter skelter. Yeah. Some are backwards. What's and we we did see that there there isn't like regular upkeep. But some of these stones had flowers planted in front of them that have grown so much you can't even see the stone. Um, we're actually parked next to two of them. I think there's someone that does the grass, but that's about it. Yeah. I don't think anybody really takes care of the headstones no. or uh, weeds or anything. Because you can see a lot of... <clears throat> they're e- either someone they loved planted flowers and they both were grown. Uh, and you can't really see some of the headstones because of that. But I don't feel right ripping them out. No. And it's it's also interesting. As you get further back, it becomes more wetland. Some of the headstones I saw had actually sunk into the ground. Yeah. You could only see the tops of them. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily the best places to be burying people, but they may do. They did. And going off... They're growing weeds and stuff, like you were mentioning with that one that was being eaten by the trees, since there's not many trees here, mm-hmm. that probably wasn't even planted originally when the person was buried. And Stray pine cone. Yeah. Just took root and grew and grew and without a dedicated staffer. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to take care of that, and over time, just... Interestingly, when I was uh, cleaning off the graves under this tree up here, the wind caught up, and it started, like, drenching me. Just like just while I was under it, as soon as I moved out of under yeah. it, it stopped. When we were under the tree, we, we actually asked, is it raining again? <laughs> and it's like, no, just under the tree. Nice. And on that tree, as well as a couple other places, there were signs that asked the local community to uh, help in any way, whether it's financially or uh, tending the ground. So this is definitely a place that's not professionally routinely kept up this is a community cemetery so which is like we said still active so yeah Yeah, i think overall the spirits are okay with where they ended up yeah definitely felt happier than the alms house that's for sure Mm -hmm. good job over the years taking care of your people and you know paying respect to the ones that weren't properly taken care of in the first place so definitely a much more pleasant location. Yes. Definitely. Any final thoughts from anyone? No. Not really. I think we kind of said everything. Alright, so next time we are doing the infamous Gutelberg Cemetery. So I th- I'm expecting a little different feeling there. Yeah. Uh, but tune in next time. 
see what we get. Thanks, guys.